Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. My name is Steve Webb, and I am your host. This podcast is sponsored in part by Safe School Systems, providing school safety strategies to better protect our future. And the Safe School Helpline, helping parents and students break the silence to prevent an event. Within this podcast, we discuss 21st century school safety issues and best practices to help keep our kids safe while they attend school. This being our first podcast, our first topic to discuss, and with any good research, you must identify the problem before you can start to formulate your answers to that problem. So, what is the problem? Are kids in danger at schools, more so today than ever before? We see school violence on TV, hear about it on the radio, or see it on social media every single day. So again, are kids in danger at schools, more so today than ever before? I mean, what a broad topic, but let's face it. That is the question that is on all of our minds. And the answer to that question is absolutely clear. They are not, I repeat, not in more danger at schools. As a matter of fact, schools are actually much safer today. And let me explain why. Schools are talking about safety tactics and the what-ifs more today than ever before. Schools are working cooperatively with law enforcement better today, and they're concentrating on student mental health much better. To put it very blunt, schools are one of the safest places a child can be in. So let's get this straight right now. Schools are not more dangerous than they were in the 70s or 80s or 90s. People are. That includes kids as well as adults. People are different due to their exposure to life experiences. We are in a world, folks, where five-year-olds carry and know very well how to use smartphones, instant information, and instant contact with a large audience. We will tackle technology in a different episode because it needs our full attention and a full amount of time to, to disaggregate all of the components of the issue with technology, but today... Today, we are discussing what is different in society that seems to paint schools as a dangerous battle zone, and it all connects back to experiences and how humans adapt and learn from those experiences. And I will introduce you to probably a new term for you today, so you can stay with me on the inferences of human behavior, particularly those who have absolutely yearned for social acceptance. The term I use for what we are experiencing is called the Sinosia effect, so let me explain. Answer this question for me. When we were kids, we had bullies, right? We had mean kids, right? We wanted the opposite sex to like us, right? We wanted to be in the in crowd, right? In that regard, absolutely nothing has changed. We still have all of that in schools. So how did we as kids handle those situations? How did our mental state change when encountering a social barrier? How did parents respond when learning of the situation? There are some in society who believe we can identify normal and then claim as fact everything outside of that norm is abnormal. We are talking about kids here, kids who start their day 
end their day and spend their entire day using technology to gain information and, in effect, to establish themselves in society. With one comment, one push of an icon, a child or an adult can become instantly famous, or what I call insta-famous, on Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever the new social platform will be, and there will be a new one. And what happens when the shock value or the knowledge value or the information value is no longer contemporary, no longer relevant, or no longer shocks the senses? In order to continue the high, if you will, humans up the ante. They take it to another level. That, that folks, is what we are experiencing in schools and society, and that is the Sinosia effect. The desire to have all eyes on me, and if I can't do it by staying within the rules, within the law, within good and moral common sense, then I am forced to step outside of the norm. And we see it every single day in our schools and in our communities. Why? Why did Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold choose to act out their fantasies and senselessly kill 13 people, wounding more than 20 of their fellow students and teachers at Columbine High School before turning their guns on themselves and committing suicide. Why them? Why then, in that time period? Think back in time when social media, folks, social media really started to ramp up. Think back when kids found out they could reach millions to show their antics, to show off their talents. Even though these two made a video, made several videos, explaining that their motive was a revolution, that they were out to protect the meek from the bullies, it boiled down to this. They needed to feel famous and were looking for a fast track to do it. I traveled to Littleton, Colorado a couple of years ago so I could research the area and the culture the school, maybe learn something that can help kids stay safe in the future. Littleton is nestled in a beautiful, mountainous area just outside of Denver, where people are so nice, so welcoming, and the school pretty relaxed. I had it squarely in my mind that I would have a difficult time accessing their school and especially their kids. That was not necessarily the case, as the actual Columbine Memorial that I visited was literally steps away from the school. And in effect, high school students. I was completely shocked. But it does make perfect sense. No school or any other public place that invites children to be a part of their experience would be able to fend off a surprise attack from one or two of their own. It was not abnormal for them to be there. They were students. It was not abnormal for them to play video games or listen to obnoxious music. The fact that their life experiences drove them to that dark place in their development is extremely telling and extremely troublesome. And what is absolutely frightening is that children today in 2019 relate to their struggles. They relate to that revolutionary rhetoric that shocked the world and made them insta-famous. That folks, is a disturbing fact of humans today, and someone, I repeat, someone will up the ante. 
Somewhere there is a child thinking and possibly planning an attack right this minute. So the problem really isn't. The question is school a safe place to be. The fact is that, uh, that they are extremely safe and getting safer. The problem is that nowhere is actually safe, and we have evidence of that in movies, malls, churches, sporting events. Hard, fast evidence that nowhere is safe when you're around other people who have an insatiable addiction to social acceptance and a moral degrade that unbalances their moral compass and that population is growing, folks. It's growing exponentially because their life experiences, is they're different than mine. They're different from most of their teachers and counselors who grew up in a time without social media. It is up to us as adults to identify and mitigate the issues on their terms, in their world. Not what ours used to be or what we had hoped that it still is. Folks, we're out of time. So thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. I hope you gained some insight and motivation. My name is Steve Webb, and you can reach me at www.safeschoolsystems.org. That's www.safeschoolsystems.org. Contact me with comments or suggestions or any ideas that can help keep our kids safe. We are all in this together for a better tomorrow.